Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, family, memorial, evangelistic service. Mentioning the coronavirus victims and their families. <coughs> My beloved <coughs> Pardon me, give me some water. Uh, pardon me. And my beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 547 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true nonfiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. The present and the future. Today, my beloved, we are reading 1 Kings chapter 10, verses 1 through 13. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And Holy Father God, I pray that you grant me and all of us your strength, your energy, your unction, and your anointing, your freedom, and the, uh, uh, and the understanding and comprehension of your Holy Word so that we will obey it and apply it to our lives and to share it with others. We pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, and glorify your holy name from what little we do. 
lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, from what little we do. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At 1 Kings chapter 10, verses 1 through 13. And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. And she came to Jerusalem with a very great train with camels that bear spices and very much gold and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions. There was not anything hid from the king which he told her not. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all Solomon's wisdom and the house that he had built and the meat of his table and the sitting of his servants and the attendance of his ministers and their apparel and his cupbearers and his ascent by which he went up unto the house of the Lord there was no more spirit in her and she said to the king it was a true report that I heard in mine own land of thy acts and of thy wisdom Howbeit I believed not the words until I came and mine eyes had seen it, and behold, the half was not told me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. Happy are thy men, happy are these thy servants which stand continually before thee and that hear thy wisdom. Blessed be the Lord thy God, which delighted in thee to set thee on the throne of Israel, because the Lord loved Israel forever. Therefore made he the king to do judgment and justice. 
And she gave the king an hundred and twenty talents of gold and of spices, very great store, and precious stones. There came no more such abundance of spices as these, which the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. And the navy also of Hiram that brought gold from Ophir, brought in from Ophir great plenty of almug trees and precious stones. And the king made of the almug trees pillars for the house of the Lord and for the king's house. Harps also and psalteries for singers. There came no such almug trees, nor were seen unto this day. And King Solomon gave unto the queen of Sheba all her desire, whatsoever she asked, beside that which Solomon gave her of his royal bounty. So she turned and went to her own country, she and her servants. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for the reading of your holy word and the power of your holy word and how it moves us in multiple ways and increases our faith. We thank you for your word that says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now help us to apply it to our lives. For your glory, praise, and honor and to tell others about your great power in your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. For it is in his name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, My beloved, uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 972, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary, 
and or the Matthew Henry commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book, in the law of God distinctly, and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. Beloved, the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is our humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come and saved from the eternal burning hell by believing in Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Today, beloved, we are reading Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, dear friends, I have just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 3 verse 1, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. This was Malachi 3.1. Now here is the sense of it, and here is the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost by the unction and the anointing of the Holy Ghost and with the help of the Matthew Henry commentary. The first words of this chapter seem an answer to the scoffers of those days. Here is a prophecy of the appearing of John the Baptist. He is Christ's harbinger. He shall prepare the way before him by calling men to repentance. The Messiah had been long called he that should come, and now shortly he will come. He is the messenger of the covenant. Those who seek Jesus shall find pleasure in him. Often, when not looked for. The Lord Jesus prepares the sinner's heart to be his temple by the ministry of his word and the convictions of his spirit. And he enters it as the messenger of peace and consolation.
no hypocrite or formalist can endure his doctrine or stand before his tribunal. Christ came to distinguish men to separate between the precious and the vile. He shall sit as a refiner. Christ, by his gospel, shall purify and reform his church, and by his spirit, working with it, shall regenerate and cleanse souls. He will take away the dross found in them. He will separate their corruptions, which render their faculties worthless and useless. The believer needs not fear the fiery trial of afflictions and temptations by which the Savior refines his gold. He will take care. It is not more intense or longer than is needful for his good. And this trial will end far otherwise than that of the wicked. Christ will, by interceding for them, make them accepted. Where no fear of God is, no good is to be expected. May I say that again? Where no fear of God is, no good is to be expected. Evil pursues sinners. God is unchangeable. And though the sentence against evil works be not executed speedily, yet it will be executed. The Lord is as much an enemy to sin as ever. We may all apply this to ourselves because we have to do with a God that changes not. Therefore, it is that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we praise you and we thank you for your powerful holy word and what it means. Again, Lord, help us, or rather apply it, help us to apply it to our lives. For your holy, holy word is so powerful that we can, uh, each and every one of us, get something out of it for our use and for our good and for your glory. So help us to do that. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen or men and women, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we are now at the, what I have dubbed, family verses. Ephesians chapter 5 and 6. This is our family devotional segment. 
which we have done in all nearly 800 services since the coronavirus plague set in. And we're at Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Verse 2, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Now, dear friend, we have said much already this time around as we do this almost once a week regarding this passage. And so we're going to focus in on verse 2 today. All children understand that they ought to obey their parents in the Lord, for this is right. Notice how the Lord put his name in there. Everything regarding the family is about the Lord, people. The Lord is over the family. You don't have to worry about it. Wives, you don't have to fret and worry and try to control and manipulate your husband. <coughs> Pardon me. Trust in the Lord. Have faith in God. Same thing as children grow older in the home. You don't have to try to manipulate your father or your parents and pit one against the other and all of that. Uh, have faith in God. Trust in God. And if you have faith in God and trust in God through Jesus Christ, you will obey your parents in the Lord because this is right. The difference between a true Christian and a counterfeit Christian is obedience. True Christians obey the word of God. Verse 2, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So, if you're a true born-again child of God, you're going to honor your father and mother. You're going to therefore respect them. And uh, when they tell you to do what is right, you're going to obey them. For this is a commandment with promise. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And that's your blessing. That's your promise that things go well for you. And that you will live long on the earth. And in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., longevity has its place. So with that, my beloved, our third time around this week on that passage, let's pray for other families and other people. 
Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would heal all families that name the name of Christ and help them to obey your holy word. And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of all other families that don't know you as Savior. And then, Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, and for the comfort of the grieving Lord in this country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, we also pray for all of us who name the name of Christ. We have sinned grievously in your sight by not obeying your great commandment or your great uh, commission because we don't have a great commitment. And so, Holy Father God, thank you for exposing your church for its hypocrisy and for her hypocrisy and phoniness. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, please continue to do so. Be thorough with us, break us, make us, and mold us to be what you would have us to be. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would help us all by your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to humble ourselves, to pray, to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways. And to get back to you, our first love, Lord Jesus Christ. And Holy Father God, Pardon me, Lord. We pray for all people who are in the ministry of government, even the police officers in Uvalde. Some of them, no doubt, feel guilty and feel shame about what happened this past week. But the whole country ought to feel shame for allowing us to even be in this kind of situation once again. God have mercy and grace upon us all, and for Jesus Christ's sake. Forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our faults, and our failures all the way around. And save those who are lost, revive those who are saved. And Holy Father God, save uh, all people in government, Revive all people in government who are saved, cast the devil and the demons of hell out of those, Lord, who have that problem. And Lord, lead God and erect government officials so that we may lead peaceful and quiet lives. We pray, Lord, for the families, no doubt reaching thousands of people all across the nation and, and in other countries. Comfort them as only you can. For it is the kind of tragedy that will keep you crying and will go away for a little while, but then you think about the little cute children uh, who were blown away by a demon-possessed man. And their last expressions, their confusion, their crying, 
and receiving no mercy from this devilish man is very, very painful, very shocking. And yet, this country can just go on and play basketball games and football games and go on with business like nothing ever happened. Lord, even uh, Jamie Foxx, a very wild and crazy guy, Lord, even he had to take pause and he said, I never thought I would go, I would live in a country that would allow little children to be uh, shot with military weapons and killed. This shook him. It shook uh, Meghan Markle. And it shook me and many others. And so, Lord, help us to uh, pray for these families continuously by your grace. And Holy Father God, we also uh, pray for all people who are uh, being persecuted for their faith in Christ. We pray for the families, for the 31 people who have died in a stampede at a church charity event in Nigeria, I believe. Uh, Holy Father God, comfort them as only you can. Heal those who are hurt. And we pray, Lord, that you would reveal what took place here. And Holy Father God, we uh, pray, Lord, uh, today for all of your persecuted Christians, protect them, provide for them, deliver them, and bless them. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will Grant them your grace for their uh, trying hours, and even if they have uh, dying hours, comfort them as only you can. And Holy Father God, we pray for all government officials indeed, but we also pray for the peace of Jerusalem and all other countries. And Lord, we pray now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we have prayed for all of the people uh, who are hurting from the coronavirus plague still, and other plagues now. We pray for some by name. We pray for the family and friends of Nevada resident Geneva Atkinson. We pray for the family and friends of Idaho resident Patricia D. Barr. We pray for the family and friends of Montana resident John Maki. We pray for the family and friends of Nevada Dr. Stephen St. Gior. We pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Stephen Bond. We commit these souls into your hands and let your will be done in their lives. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. the prayer requests and we pray not only for the few we have by name new ones here 
And we pray for the thousands of folks that you've given us the privilege to pray for down through the years. And we pray still for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical. blessings upon their lives. And Lord, we pray the same blessings upon these, and we pray that you'll help everybody and give them your grace and strength to pray for themselves as we pray with them. We pray for Pastor Bushibi, for the babies who were dedicated to the Lord to be raised up in the way of the Lord by their parents and to be taught by the Lord himself. Please bless Pastor Patrick and his wife, Jennifer, who are over the new church in Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, Bless them with a good report from the meeting in Soroti. Thank you for Timothy and Melanie's recovery. Please heal them completely without surgery. Deliver them from economic hardships. Bless them with peaceful elections. Bless them with church construction and financial resources for open-air gospel crusades. Bless them as they fast and pray. And Lord, we pray for Cecil. Please protect them as they travel to a family reunion. And bless the Sunday school and worship service. Help them all to return to their homes as new creatures in Christ Jesus. We pray, Lord, for Vicki. Please heal Christy Carson, a nurse who is uh, in heart failure after giving birth to twins. We pray, Lord, for <clears throat> the people who have accepted Christ into their hearts. Through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry, we pray for Seba, Oyaro, Niakundi, Enoch, and Incenta. We pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives to Christ. Fumi, Mope, Beatrice, Ebenezer, Margaret, and uh, thousands of others. We commit them all into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and uh, in our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Dear friends, God bless you. Until next time. I have to go now and preach. Hopefully you will join us. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our 
disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our uh, taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved. But believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner. And I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. 
as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and Lord, I do, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. And to truly repent of my sins present. And to turn from my evil life. And to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart, as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life. And that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on. I am the door, Jesus Christ said. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer 